So, uh, hello everyone, and welcome to a slightly impromptu episode of Watch the Space, the podcast brought to you by the Young Horologist. I am joined neither by Cal nor Ilkai uh, today, you will be pleased to hear, but I'm joined by a good friend and, and former guest of ours, uh, Nicholas Bowman Scargill from Fears Watches. Nicholas, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me back so soon. I'm, I feel, I feel a little deja vu. It was only a few weeks ago we were, <laughs> we were sat down chatting. So obviously, uh, obviously, I, I didn't scare away too many listeners. <laughs> no, no, you, quite, quite the opposite. That episode has, has gone down very well so far. So, uh, no, quite the opposite. Um, the reason that, uh, that that we've got Nicholas on again is because. Uh, As we touched upon in the last episode, uh, it's the 175th anniversary year of the brand. And after the brown uh, Dahl Limited Edition Brunswick that came out and went down swimmingly, um, Nicholas informed us in the week with a a teaser of another limited edition uh, to celebrate that same anniversary. And this is why we've got Nicholas on a quick... uh, podcast just to talk about it so I think the best way to do it really is to just hand over to you and I mean I, I, I've seen the teaser video <laughs> and it's unbe- it looks unbelievable but I think if you just take take me through a bit about you know what it is and why and yeah we'll just sort of go from there absolutely thank you so actually it's it, it, this is a particularly interesting watch because I hate to correct you, it's not actually limited edition. Ah. So this will be a new production piece. So this will be going into the brochure. The only thing is, as I'll reveal this over, over the next half hour or so, it's basically very ultra limited production. So it's not a watch that we're, you know, we're making a limited set number of. But when I say limited production, I'm talking four watches a year. That sort of limited production. Now, as we go through it, the price will probably also indicate why that may not necessarily be the end of the world for everyone. Um, But this is a very exciting watch because this is something, actually, we go all the way back to a delayed flight at Basel Airport in 2019 when I was returning from the watch show. And I was returning with a a fellow Canterbury-based passenger and... We, we struck up a conversation over a beer in the airport terminal and that led to this launch. And that's wow. very exciting for me because some of the best things that have happened to fears over the last five years have come about from delayed flights, beers, cups of tea, you know, these sort of impromptu moments rather than me going out and going, we want to build X or Y. It's that, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night, you just want to get home and you start sort of brainstorming literally on the back of, back of, a, of a napkin and start going, oh, what yeah. if we did this and what if we do this? And by the time we touched down in Gatwick, we had a plan. Now that plan, it didn't go straight into production because this was, this is a very major significant watch for us. Um, yes, yeah, of course. And we were ready to press go at the start of last year. Um and we'll skirt around why that didn't happen immediately. Um, yeah. But certainly as as things were beginning to look a bit rosier for fears in the summer last year, I decided, right, we're going to take the plunge. We're going to do this. And I didn't set a date of when we would launch it because everything is up in the air with, with suppliers and workshops having to close due to the, the pandemic. 
And we ended up producing it and it all went perfectly to plan, which never happened. So that's been very nice. So I think I've been probably building up and teasing it enough. So let me let me show you what what this is, what we are launching. What we have got here is a new Brunswick family. So this is a new watch called the Brunswick PT. Now, Felix, if you think back to your chemistry GCSE, PT is a atomic symbol, atomic letter for a certain heavy white metal. It is indeed. And so I've been I've been sort of giving teasers and sneak peeks talking about Project PT and oh this PT is got and no one has really guessed and put two and two together except for one person who suddenly said to me, Oh, you're making a solid platinum watch. Well, yes, yes we are. Yeah. And here it is. Oh, here is the first precious metal fears since the nineteen seventies. And we thought it, our first precious metal fears in the last 45 years had to be something truly special. So we thought we could do it in gold. But I thought, actually, I know a little bit about platinum. Platinum is a very difficult metal to work with. So why, you know me, I like a challenge. I don't like the easy route or or the path well trodden. So I said, right, we're going to do this. We are going to make a Fierce Brunswick in the solid precious metal. But that's where that's where the sort of easy part finished. And the next part was, okay, A, how do we make a solid platinum fears? B, why are we making this? What what, what is this watch about? And then also, is is the world ready for a solid platinum fears? And yes, yeah. what's been so fun is over the last last two years, this has slowly kind of formed and morphed into the watch you see in front of you. So for, for everyone who's listening and hasn't uh, hasn't rushed to their computer to to, to Google this watch, um, the Brunswick PT is a solid platinum, all polished case. So it's a very white metal platinum. It's not as uh, cold and silvery as as steel. And um, we'll come onto the case a bit more in a moment because it's got a few little little Easter egg gems. Now the dial of the watch is a new color for fears. We call it anthracite grey. And the reason we call it anthracite grey is because the dial is coated in this material. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. Real anthracite. And anthracite, which is the the densest form of coal, has a natural sparkle and sheen to it. And so what that means is the dial, to describe it, is on three different layers three different different heights and it has three different surface finishes so where the numerals sit is a ring which has vertical brushing very similar to the vertical brushing by hand that you find on the Brunswick salmon say then the center of the dial is sandblasted so it's perfectly smooth and then the small seconds which is sunk even further it has a CNC guilloche concentric design to it and so you've got three different finishes, three different levels, but one coating in a real material. Okay. So if we were to paint the watch in grey, it would be a solid colour. So instead we said, no, what we're going to do is if we coat it in the real material, which is much more complex to do, you end up 
with one color coming through as different shades of gray. So as you move the watch in the light, you will see different shades of gray come through. And we're actually gonna reserve this color, anthracite gray, only for platinum case watches going forward. So right. for anyone who's going, ooh, can I get it in the steel? Sadly, no, we, we are keeping this color exclusive for, for platinum. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just amazing. Obviously, this, the, the, I'm, I'm looking at photos now for the people uh, listening, and the, 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 I mean, the dial is just amazing. The way that each of the, of the three different shades of, of the sort of anthracite grey catch the light is just, it's gorgeous. And, I, and, no, and you're right, I'm sure there'll be loads of people who would, who would love to be able to have this dial in a, in a steel fizz, and I completely appreciate why you're keeping it exclusive, because it's, it's, it's special really is i think this is the thing you know we're saying this is the flagship this is the pinnacle this is fears turned up to 11 and so you want to offer something something exclusive with that but this is where this is where things start to get quite quite fun so thinking if you think or if i say the words fears and precious metal watch you'll think most people i think would go down the line of oh it will be in pink gold it will have an alligator strap and the dial might have some diamonds on it. You know, it's something very classic, something very yes. fierce, maybe a little dressier than our steel watches. I wanted to change the idea of what a precious metal watch would be, and especially from, from, a, from a company like Fears. So we've actually paired this watch with a hand-sewn Kevlar strap. Wow. Amazing. So that 3D I, I weave on the course. textile, yeah. yeah, the 3D textile on, on, on the strap is, is the 3D weave from, from Kevlar. And then we line it in Alcantara. So it's soft and very flexible and comfortable to wear. But you get this unique sort of matte black, which works beautifully with the white of the polished case and then the grey of the dial. The idea is, you know... If someone just saw a photograph of this watch and they didn't know anything about what it's made of or any of the processes, they would still think it was a beautiful Fears watch. You know, the idea yes, is yeah. that everything works together. And you may have noticed it's an alternate Arabic dial. So we've got the even numbers picked out in platinum plated, uh, very quite a contemporary typeface. Yes. But then the alternate Arabic, the odd numbers, I don't know if you've spotted those. They're a little different from uh, usual. I have. So on the dial, the alternate Arabic dots at first glance look like dots. But when you actually stop and look at them more closely, you'll realize they're D-color flawless diamonds. Such a nice touch. Now, if you said to if you say to a lot of people like, "Oh, would you wear a, a precious metal watch with di with a diamond dial?" Most people, you know, unless they're like me and they you know they already wear a few diamonds and maybe potentially a little bit flash, you know, most people would go, "No, not for me. Diamonds aren't for me. I don't want diamonds yes, on yeah. my watch." However, because we're using the highest grade of color and clarity of stones, we can use very very small 
but very clean, bright stones. So sure. that means that when you glance at the watch, you haven't got a great big setting with an oversized, poor quality stone trying to shout at you saying, oh, look at me, I'm a diamond. Instead, what we've got are tiny little dots that most of the time look like silver dots. Yes. Until the sunlight or your desk light catches them and they explode with colour and sparkle. So it's a, the idea is we've, we've got this white metal case, we've got this black Kevlar strap, we've got this grey dial, an anthracite grey, for those who don't know the colour anthracite, we're looking at kind of like charcoal grey, you know, sort of that mid-grey yes. tone. And then we've got silver numerals, silver hands, but then we've got six little diamonds and also a diamond set into the platinum winding crown. But they're done in such a discreet way that I like to think that this watch might begin to get people to think about what it's like to wear a precious metal diamond set watch. You know, everyone knows if you say diamonds and, and, and precious metal, you, everyone's got the kind of idea in their head of very traditional looking watches. I want this to feel like a very contemporary, more urban, actually a more casual way of wearing precious metal and gemstones. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that's exactly what this watch embodies. As you said, there are people who will have an idea of, of as you said, very classic executions of precious metal and diamonds and also very blingy executions. And actually, for people who are so quick to dismiss it because, oh, it's precious metal, or, oh, it's got diamonds on, this is a watch that just it doesn't fit into that bracket whatsoever. I mean, the diamonds are... That they're exactly what this watch and fears is. They are elegant. They 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 aren't shouty and 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 uh, I suppose brash in a way. They are cla they're classy and elegant and sophisticated and I, I they look they they are amazing. I think it's such a nice addition to the dial that they're subtle. But as you said, I I can imagine under light they they just completely pop. It looks amazing. I mean there are. Uh... Being fears, there's lots of, of course, very subtle little things. And I mentioned earlier about the case, you know, this is a platinum case. But this case isn't made by the case maker who makes the stainless steel watches. Right. So the stainless steel case maker based in Germany are experts with steel, but they're not experts with precious metal. And a modern precious metal case is usually made in the same way as a steel case, i.e. a block of metal, CNC milled, and then machine polished. And that gives you a beautiful case. But I wanted this watch, which I'm, you know, the photo I'm showing you at the moment is the wrist shot. You know, the watch is being worn with a grey hoodie. You know, this is a contemporary yeah. watch in all of, all of its sort of visual appearance. But the case is actually made in the traditional way. And what I mean by that, this is made in the way that the likes of Cartier and Patek used to make their precious metal cases back in the thirties, the forties, the fifties. So this is an entirely handmade, hand polished watch case. And it's actually wow. made here in Canterbury by a goldsmith. Oh, that's amazing. What, what a lovely touch. Wow. And I think, you know, I mentioned at the beginning, we can only make four watches a year. And the reason is this case takes a hundred hours to make. It's just amazing. Proper, proper craftsmanship. This it's is amazing. it. And I was actually speaking earlier today to uh, to the goldsmith about about the watch and, you know, 
um, about the fact that we're you know about to launch it and everything. And one of the things we were discussing about is how, you know, the way he's making this watch, he's not working from technical drawings. Sure. He's making sure that all the curves and all the bevels and all the radii on the case are perfect and consistent. And he's doing it all by eye because he's an expert in his field. And when, uh, when you watch the little videos we've done of, of him polishing the case, it's ridiculous because when you say hand polishing, what people often think is, oh, rather than taking the case up to a big machine and, zzz, you know, zapping it, they think it means that the machine is in the hand and it's spinning around and, and yes, they're using yeah, that. Yeah. The way this is polished uses no electricity, no machine. It is polished using a wooden stick, which has paper attached to it, and then right. a platinum polish compound which is like a block of polish and you rub the polish on the stick and then you're rubbing the stick backwards and forwards on the case and if you think about it if you're rubbing backwards and forwards on the same spot constantly it will eventually go flat so to make sure that doesn't happen because as you know the brunswick is a very curvaceous watch yes yeah it means that every time he goes backwards and forwards he has to make microscopic adjustments to the angle. And he does that by eye, not by a program, not by a jig. And that is the phenomenal thing. When you when you look at this watch, and sadly we can't be meeting in person for me to, to hand no, it to you. No, I know, but, I just imagine. But when, when you look at the white brightness of the metal, you realize that the reason we, we go to this extent is a hand polished precious metal case has a depth to the luster and the polish that you just can't get with machine. I mean, that's just to me. I, 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 there was, there was, you know, I, I was, I was amazed when you said that it was, um, it was made in Canterbury by a goldsmith. That in of itself was amazing. But the fact that it's hand polished with that level of precision by eye is just completely, as you said, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's just amazing. Oh, it's, it looks absolutely gorgeous. So we've uh, we've gone for a different design of case back, and there's a very yes. there, there's a very simple reason for it. So the movement in here is the same top grade ETA seven thousand and one that we use in the steel watch. However, because and I'll, I'll come onto the hands a bit more in a moment, because the hands are made out of solid platinum, we actually have to upgrade the movement with a, a tougher mainspring so that the heavier watch hands don't interfere with the timekeeping or the power reserve. Okay. But also, for the movement in this watch, we actually redo the bridges. We we change their shape. We add a new grained pattern and we platinum plate the movement. So the movement is finished to a higher standard and then we cover it with a closed case back. So, you know, it's <laughs> it, it's that thing of, of traditional watchmaking. Yes. You know, the, the movement is there to be seen and appreciated by the watchmaker who will service the watch in five years' time. And... With the closed case back, I thought, right, when you hold the Brunswick PT, before you really notice the, the, the colour of the metal or anything, the first thing you notice is its weight. Sure. So platinum is heavier than lead. You know, it's heavier than gold. It's an incredibly heavy metal. So heavy, in fact, that the Brunswick PT weighs two and a half times the weight of a steel Brunswick. Wow. Blimey. Two and a half times. That's amazing. So this is 
it is one very very heavy watch and when you when you look at the front of the watch it's all curves it's all brunswick curves and it looks lovely but i thought wouldn't it be fun if when you turned it over we had a case back that made it look more like a bullion bar of platinum you know it's a case back that is slightly more well i'll I'll let you describe it because you'll probably describe it better than i run well so I mean, it's it's really interesting because seeing the front of the of the watch and having seen a steel Brunswick, I had it completely in my head that it would be as near as damn it, very similar to the back of a steel Brunswick. But I don't know what it is. There's something really I don't really know what the word is, but there's something really amazing about it. It's got this. It's got this. I mean, as Nicholas was saying, because of the fact it's got a closed case back, you've got this lovely uninterrupted. Um, square, sort of a rounded square case back of just completely uninterrupted platinum With, and there's something really nice about it but then you've got these amazing high polished curvaceous almost like a almost like a, a picture frame around the case where it's screwed into the where the case back screwed into the case and it, it's so simple but there's just something really there's something just really gorgeous about it. The the the, the curves and yeah, it, it looks like a photo frame almost. It's amazing. Well, I'll let you into a little secret about this case back. If you were to unscrew that case back, just that that back on its own weighs more than a Brunswick. That's, that's amazing, isn't it? That really is amazing. I mean, this watch is sort of it's it's all the superlatives. I mean, as I said at the start, you know, this is fears turned up to eleven. Yeah. It, it's it's fears being. A bit ridiculous, but at the same time, it's still got to be beautiful and elegant. You can be ridiculous, but you can't be... I don't want to shock people. I don't want to create something that shouts and says, look at me. But it's something that the more you look at it, the more you understand and you delve into all the details, the more that the watch gives you. So, for example, being solid platinum, because we're selling it in the UK, it obviously has to be hallmarked. Yes, I noticed that, yeah, so we have a hallmark on the buckle, the case, and the case back. Now, you may notice something about the hallmark, that it has my initials it on does. it. does, and is that also, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is that not also the old um, Jaguar logo, or is that purely coincidental? So that is coincidental. The, the, uh, the, the Jaguar head, or the lion's head, is um, the London assay offices oh, hallmark okay so if you go to sheffield or birmingham you get a different stamp um so yes the, the that head means that it's gone to london and been analyzed and basically and this is the thing with a hallmark is we don't put the hallmark on the watch sure it, we have to send the case back the case middle and the buckle right. to london they put it in a machine where they scan the metal and it's a very clever scanning because it will tell them the composition of the alloy. Wow. And Amazing. so long as you have a minimum of 95% pure platinum, you're able to get the hallmark saying this is platinum 950, i.e. 950 parts out of 1,000 or 95% platinum. Right, okay. Um, so on the hallmark, we've got the 950. We've got the letter V because we hallmarked it last year. So this is a very rare watch because it has a 2020 hallmark. We also have a little orb in a pentagon, and that is the traditional finest mark 
uh, used in England to denote a platinum product. And then we have my initials there, NBS. And I can promise you this isn't a narcissistic reason why my initials adorn every platinum Brunswick. So we looked back in the archive and we realised that the hallmark for fears changed over the years. And it was always the initials of the managing director at the time. So the very first silver pocket watches are stamped EF for Edwin Fear. Sure. And then in the Edwardian period, we get ADF for Amos Daniel Fear. And then moving into the final managing director before the business closed is ARF, Amos Reginald Fear. So when it came to working out what would be the new Fear's hallmark, I decided, right, let's, let's undertake. It's a lengthy process to get your own hallmark. You could, right. they don't, as you can imagine, they don't just throw them out to anyone. No. You know, you have to, you have to fill in a very long form and scan it in and send it off. And I decided, let's keep this tradition going. So as of now, our hallmark at the London Assay Office is NBS, which doesn't stand for Nicholas Bowman Scargill, but stands for Fears Watch Company. And until, you know, there's a coup d'etat in my company and I get overthrown and someone else takes over as managing director, that will remain the hallmark. And what's lovely to think is if you had this watch or say the buckle in a hundred years time and you were to analyse it and look at it, the hallmark will tell you the company that made it. And I think that is very special. You know, it's for me a, a lovely to think about it going, this hallmark is a small detail. You know, it's a small detail stamped on the back of the watch, but it actually, not only does it show you it's real platinum, but it's actually, it tells you a bit of the history. The fact that this watch, you know, this first watch was actually made and, you know, was hallmarked in December, but it was hallmarked in 2020, a year that none of us will forget. Right. But also the fact that by the end of 2020, I had in my hands the first solid precious metal watch that fears had made in 45 years and so for me that that's a significant thing but what is lovely about this is you know you've got these little details these easter eggs that you know i get quite obsessed about <laughs> i can imagine I, I think that's just amazing i think carrying on a tradition like that that is as you said it's a little easter egg on the watch and i think it's such a it's such a nice thing to sort of keep the legacy alive. I just, I, I think that's brilliant. It's a really nice touch. And that is a very cool photo that you've just flashed up of the case being hand polished. I mean, just amazing. I mean, I think this shows, you know, a, a, a goldsmith's workshop isn't a, it, it, it's not like a watchmaker's workshop. You know, it's not like a sort of, you know, porcelain white room where everything is sort of, you know, this is, this is hand polished. I mean, you can see in the photograph, you know, his hands are, are, are dirty from the polish. Yes, you know, yeah. his fingernails get covered in the polish. This is very sort of, you know, it, it's a high skilled job, but it's done in such a traditional labor intensive way. And in the top left hand corner, you can probably see the blue polishing block, oh, yes. which is a compound of platinum polish. And they're different colors. So you know which polish you're using on which, which precious metal. Oh, okay. And so, yes, here we are, him polishing. And as I say, it's 100 hours Amazing. to make this watch case, which is ridiculous when you think about it. I mean, you know, it means we're limited to four watches a year. But those four watches have got someone's absolute love, devotion, and also 
decades of experience going into making it. Oh, it's just amazing. I could just look at it all day. It's, it's just absolutely gorgeous. There's nothing that we've got, there's nothing not to like. We've gone for a, a slightly different buckle. So the buckle, as I touched upon before, is yes. solid platinum. And this is made, again, by hand in the same workshop. And the thing with the buckle, it differs from the buckle on our stainless steel watches in that this buckle shares the same silhouette and profile of the case of the Brunswick. Right, okay. So you have a miniature Brunswick case on, on, on the buckle. But you may notice the, uh, the little notch where the pin sits. <laughs> yes, has I, been, reckon, I reckon, yeah. It's been done in such a way that it is, uh, yeah, it, it, it's the tip of our Papet logo. Yes, I was just and then about you've to say, got yeah. e- so it, it it's very underbranded. You know, we, we we don't have a buckle that has fears written across it. You know, you can tell it's fears. You even know what our logo is, and you realise that part of the logo is is in the buckle. Or you turn the buckle over, and you'll see the hallmark, and that's how you know. And that's for me is the big thing about this watch. You know, I'm very pleased that when you see this watch. If you took the name off the dial, it's clearly a Fears watch. Yes. But it's also just got that sort of subtle elegance to it that means that it is a beautiful watch before you realise that, you know, it's made out of solid platinum and it's got diamonds and it's got an anthracite dial and it's, you know, it's all those ands and ands. You know, the fact is, when you just look at it, does it, is it a beautiful item? Yes. Oh, yes. And I think, you know, that's, that, 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 that's what I'm pleased is is that people, you know, I'm pleased that I get to show people a Thea's watch, but in a slightly more contemporary, slightly more urban style. And I mean, you know, I, I touched upon the watch hands earlier being in solid platinum. So we make those in-house at the workshop. Okay. And usually with our watch hands, which we make all our watch hands in-house, usually we laser cut the steel and then the watchmaker will polish it you know, file it down, shape it. With these, we couldn't laser cut the platinum because if you laser cut platinum of this fineness, mm. you end up damaging the metal right. from the laser. So instead, we found a company in the Midlands who were able to cut this out for us using high-pressure water jet. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. So basically, you've got a 0.4 millimeter of diameter high pressure water jet, and that cuts through the ma- the platinum. Now, the scary thing is that same water jet will cut through steel. It would even cut through human. I mean, it's, yes, it's yeah, ridiculous yeah. that water can be used to cut metal. But, Crazy. you know, there we go. And once you've got the rough, the rough shape cut out, that's when the watchmaker uses their skill. So each hand is beveled. So it's got a bevel running down the center. Right. And then one half is frosted and the other half is polished. Oh, and wow. what that means, it means that you end up with this two-tone effect on each hand. And it means that the watch hand itself catches the light in different ways and will always be visible. Oh, that's, ama- that's amazing. For, for, for people out there who, because I must admit it took me a long time to realize the difference in you know finishing like frosting beveling um go go and have a look because imagining those two correct me if I'm wrong Nicholas but those two finishes 
those two con sort of contrasting finishes aren't something that you often see together. Mm. And I think the effects of seeing them together, catching the light, you know, playing with different light conditions, I, I, I just have a picture in my head of it being just completely amazing. I think that's such an interesting choice. Well, I think it's, you know, for me, it, it's lovely that we get to use the watchmaker skill of being able to work on something so tiny. But I think it's also it has its practical benefits. I mean, each watch hand, so the hour hand and the minute hand, each one takes a day to make and finish. But, you know, on on the image I'm showing you at the moment, mm. if you see how the hour hand, it looks like it's just got one shiny bit. Yes, it does. Well, that's only half the hand. If I zoom in, you'll see the other half of the hand. Now, the side of the hand that is, is visible is frosted. So it's catching the light and it's glowing a whitish silver. The other half is polished to a mirror shine and it's actually reflecting the grey from the dial. That's amazing. That is, I, the, the, seeing the hand in that detail, it's just... I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been so attracted to a, an hour hand on a watch before in my life. It's just, <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's just gorgeous. And the fact that it's handmade in the UK as well and hand finished, it's just, that's just even, it, it's just the cherry on top of the cake really, isn't it? I mean, it's, for me, what's so exciting about launching this watch is that we're able to launch it. And I think as I touched yes. upon earlier, you know, it's because you know, I've, I've, I'm lucky to have the contacts. We've got the workshop capability. We, we've got all these things together. But it's also saying that, you know, after Fierce has been around for five years, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm confident that, you know, people will accept a watch like this built to this standard, but also at this price point, because, you know, let's, let's not beat around the yes. bush. This is, this is not priced in the same category as, as, are still watching no, unfortunately course. it is it is considerably more but it's going that actually yeah what you're buying is those hundreds and hun you know hundreds of hours of finishing on the case but also the hours going into the hands and the building you know it's it's all of those things i mean it is fears turned up to 11 it is completely when you put that in the original email subject you know i didn't really know I, I couldn't really appreciate having only seen the teaser video exactly what that meant and now i've seen the watch you're completely spot on it is but again it's turned up to 11 in a sophisticated in a sophisticated fears way it's 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 gorgeous it really is thank you very much thank you I, it's, yeah it's amazing i can't wait to hopefully have a chance to see one in the flesh because uh, it's amazing so when are you, when does it get released? So we're releasing it on Friday the 26th of March. Okay. So a week tomorrow. And a week tomorrow. And it's, so we make four watches. They are built to order. Okay. Um, it will take four months to make a watch, three months to make the case, and then a month for assembling the watch and then also time testing okay. and we are offering people the chance to have you know custom dial and you know if, if they didn't want to go for the platinum exclusive gray you know that there are other options oh, okay so whilst you um, can't have the platinum exclusive dial on a steel you could have a any dial you wanted on the platinum if you so wished exactly i mean i'm 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 secretly hoping 
that someone will order a platinum and go for the Brunswick white lacquer dial oh. with the firmly blued hands and go for something that is an ultimate stealth wealth. So at first glance, it looks like a Brunswick white. Yes. And then you realise that actually it's something completely different, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, there must, I've, I've, I'm sure there will be people who who would go for that combination. Yeah, that's um, it's exciting to think what you could do with dials to, yeah, as you said, to sort of stealth wealth it. I think that's I think that's a very fun idea. Okay, so yeah, okay, so made to order. Sorry, not yeah, made well, yeah, made to order effectively. Yeah. The other thing I really like and we didn't touch upon it is the uh, is uh, is there going to be the option and I suppose people could go and get it done elsewhere if there wasn't to have engravings on the case back because there's a lot of real Absolutely. estate on that case yeah. back and I saw it and went if you're buying yourself a Platinum Fears, a pretty special watch, how nice would it be to get a, you know, a really special engraving, I don't know, your your coat of arms or something engraved on the back? Absolutely. I mean, things like, so this watch has serial number 177. The serial number and model number on the, between the, the case lugs is hand engraved onto the case. So we can use the same engraver to engrave pretty much anything onto the case bag. Sure. So, you know, there are a lot of options. I mean, this is this opens up a whole new world of possibility. You know, even if someone said, I would like to have sapphires set into the bezel, we can do that. You know, obviously, as long as it's within good taste, you know, I'm not going to yes. bling out or ice out a watch. But if someone wants to do something quite, quite special and unique, mm. yeah, we absolutely can do so, that. So, so when I come to you in a couple of years time and say that I'd like a rainbow baguette bezel, that's probably going to be met with a firm no, I would imagine. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Would depends if we're in Pride Month or not. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. Good point. Amazing, really amazing. Well, um, Nicholas, thank you very much for having me on and talking me through this very, very special uh, limited edition. Um, it's so you said it's coming out a week tomorrow, or what will be today for the people listening to this episode, and. Um, yeah, so please go and check it out. I'm sure there'll be releases on the website and the Instagram and, and all of that, will there? Absolutely, yes. So if you head to fearswatches.com or our Instagram, at fearswatches, you'll find all the information there. But thank you very much for having me on. It's been an absolute oh, pleasure welcome. to be able to share you know, this new creation. It's always, it's always a bit nerve-wracking for me because this is something I've created and I've, yes, I've yeah. designed and putting it out there and seeing how people will respond to it and whether they'll like it or not. But I, I feel very excited about it. So thank you for your kind words. Oh, you're welcome. It's been amazing. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. Definitely. Well, thank you very much to uh, Nicholas for coming on and thank you everyone for listening. Please go and check out his Instagram and the website to see this new release. Um, just check out some of the photos and videos. It's truly an amazing piece. Um, and please check us out on Instagram at The Young Horologist and the website at uh, theyounghorologist.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>